Hey, this is TJ and I'm the lead pastor here at Revamp Church. Thanks for listening to our weekly sermon podcast. I hope this message blesses you, encourages you and helps you experience life change through Jesus. For more sermons like this, resources or opportunities to get connected, visit us at Revamp Church PTA on Facebook or Instagram. Let me greet you all in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ this morning. Oh, God is so good. He's so good even when there's nothing good in us. He's so good even in seasons where, where, we're, losing, um, where we're losing faith, when, when doubt starts creeping in. He, he still remains a faithful God. He still remains a good God. He still remains a merciful God. Hallelujah. We, we, we serve a mighty living God. We serve a consistent God. He's consistent in our affairs. He, he, he is consistent in all that we are. Hallelujah. So I'm excited this morning that we are starting a brand new series called The Importance of Being a Christian or in short, being a Christian. The value of being a Christian or what it means or what it looks like what it looks like being a Christian hallelujah glory to God so it is always exciting to see someone become a Christian I remember my first encounter when uh, before I got saved I saw somebody receiving Christ as their personal savior and and I did not understand what was happening then but at that moment i felt that something significant was happening there that something meaningful was happening right there even when an observer doesn't understand all that all uh, all that is involved they often sense something meaningful is going on especially as time goes on and changes begin to occur in the person's life but often the uh, uh, the importance of of becoming a Christians uh, uh, of becoming a Christian uh, appears to be lost. You know, we we losing uh, the importance of 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 being a Christian, and sometimes even us Christians fail to appreciate the importance or rather the significance of being a Christian. And when this happens. A Christian often fail to grow as they should. We we f- we fail to to expand a, 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 or, or to grow exponentially as as we should. Uh, allow me, allow me uh, in the, in this series, especially today, to teach to teach more than 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 uh, than I preach. So it, it it never hurts for a Christian to. Uh, to reflect and ask such questions as what did I do you know what have I received what are the implications and uh, what are the consequences of of what I've done what has happened to me what have I become Uh, what is different about me so to summarize all these questions as uh, what is the meaning 
importance and value of becoming a Christian. What am I now to do? Such are the questions we hope to answer in this in this series, being a Christian. So in uh, this morning, in part one of our series, uh, we note that a Christian is a person reborn. I want to talk about uh, that. I want to entitle uh, or, or title my message this this morning a uh, a person reborn that uh, a Christian is a person reborn a Christian is a person born again or or if you like a Christian is a person converted that is because in Christ one has become a new creation and that is the first point that I want to make that in Christ one has become a new creation so in Christ you are a new creation a Christian is a new creation a Christian rises out of the watery grave of baptism to newness of life so we were dead into sin into sin and we were resurrected through what Christ has done on the cross for us so what Romans 6 4 5 says it says for we died and were buried with Christ by baptism and just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father now we also may live new lives hallelujah we have been united with him in his death we will also be raised to life as he was hallelujah so we have new life in in christ we have new life because of what he has done on the cross for us hallelujah so the all things have passed away and new things have come. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. Anyone who belongs to Christ has been revamped. That is why you know, uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17 is the foundation. It's one of the verses that are foundation to, the, the, uh, to, 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 to our church. So, so, so revamp, we've been revamped for Christ. We've been revamped for his glory. So the Bible says that this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and the new life has begun. So you have a new life in who? In Christ. You have a new life in Christ. A new creation made possible by virtue of a new birth hallelujah so this new creation this new creation is made possible by virtue of a new birth mm, help us lord a new birth produced by 
responding to the word of God. Because the Bible says that uh, faith cometh by what? By hearing and hearing the word of God. I love what James 1.18 says. It says, he chose to give birth to us by giving us what? By giving us his true word. And we, out of all creation, became his prized possession. You are Christ prized possession. If we read first Peter 1 22 to 30, 23, it says you were cleansed from your sins when you obeyed the truth, when you obeyed the word. So now you must show sincere love to each other as brothers and sisters. Love each other deeply with all your heart, for you have been born again, but not to a life that will quickly end. Your new life will last forever because it comes from the eternal living word of God. So what you have now, the newness of life that you have now, it does not come from you. It does not come from what you have done. It comes from the eternal living word of God. It comes from the word himself, which is Christ Jesus. So a new birth produced by the work, it's produced by the work of the Spirit of God. And we find confirmation of this in John, in, in Titus uh, 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 3 verse 5 to 7. But you can also read John 3 verse 3 to 5. But I love how Titus, the, uh, Titus explains this explains it in Titus 3 verse 5 to 7. It says, He saved us, not because of the righteous things we have done, but because of His mercy. It is not what we have done, but it is because of what Christ has done in us and for us. So it continues by saying, He washed away our sins, giving us a new birth, a new life through the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Through what? Through the Holy Spirit. So the new birth and the new life that we are experiencing now, it is through the enabling power of the Holy Spirit. And in verse 6 of Titus, it says, He generously poured out the Spirit upon us through Jesus Christ our Savior. Because of His grace, He made us right in His sight and gave us confidence that we will inherit eternal life. Oh, Jesus. Because of his grace, he made us right in his sight and gave us confidence that we will inherit eternal life. This confidence that we have in 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 um, in, in 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 uh in Christ. This confidence that we have in Christ, it does not come from our own intellect. It does not come from uh, it does not come from our own flesh, but it comes. It, it comes from the, the grace of God. Because of His grace, He made us right in His sight and gave us confidence. Gave us confidence that the life now that we have 
we have inherited. That we have inherited eternal, eternal life. And this new creation embarks on a life of, of renewal. Hallelujah. This new creation embarks on a life of, of renewal. And the word renewal, it is a process of letting go of the old and putting on the new. The Bible says, as we come to know him, our minds are renewed in accordance to that knowledge of him. Hallelujah. So the inner man is to be renewed daily. That is why the Bible says in 2 Corinthians uh, Corinthians 4, 16, that that is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. So our spirits are being renewed. My spirit is being renewed every day. There's a renewal that is happening in me and through me each and every day. Hallelujah. So when we engage in the word, when we pray, when we engage with God, when we cultivate our relationship with God, there's a renewal that happens. So this new creation embarks on a life of renewal. So the process of letting go what was and putting on the new and putting on the new. So this uh, renewal is it's ongoing involving uh, uh, the, the, the renewal of one's mind. So that is why in Romans 12, 2, it says, but let God transform you into what? Into a new person. By what? By changing the way you think. By changing the way you think. So a Christian or in Christ one has become a new creation. One has become a new creation. And because of the new creation which has occurred and the renewing which continues to take place, the Christian can be said to have a new life. Hallelujah. And that's my second point. A new life. So you have not you are not only a new creation, but you also have been given a new life. A new life. So how have we been given a new life? We we've been given a new life because we have we have passed from 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 death to to life. As Jesus promised to those who who, uh, who hear his words in, in John 5, 24 to 25. He says, I tell you the truth. Those who listen to my message and believe in God who sent me, who sent me have eternal life. They will never be condemned for their sins, but they have already passed from death into life. So we were supposed, because of our sins, we were supposed to die. Because of our sins, we have we were supposed to die. We had to experience death. But then Jesus came, and that is why the Bible says in John 3:16 that for God so loved the world 
that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will not die but have everlasting life so whoever believes in him so whoever have has faith and confidence in him will not die but have everlasting life would have this new life so that is why in john 5 24 to 25 says i tell you the truth those who listen again that's a key word who listen to my message and believe so you do not only listen but you believe in god who sent him jesus have eternal life so when you listen and believe in what christ has to say you have new life and it says that you will not be condemned for your sins but you uh, uh, it says but you will have you will pass from from death to life so once dead in sin we are now made alive to god we were dead in our sin, but now we are made alive to God. Why? Because we listened to the message and believed in God who sent him. Who sent him Christ. And now we have what? We have eternal life. No, we're not going to, listen, we're not going to inherit it when we die. No, now, when you have accepted Christ as your personal Savior, you already have eternal life. You are guaranteed eternal life. So we now have the promise and the prospect of life eternal given through God's, uh, God's Son. So in 1 John 5, 11 to 13, the Bible says, And this is what God has testified. He has given us what? Eternal life. That's a key word again. He has given us eternal life. And this life is in who? His son. Whoever has the son has what? Has life. Whoever does not have God's son does not have life. It's scripture. And what I love about scripture, uh, uh, beautiful people, is that scripture interprets scripture as you have seen. So, and this is what God has tasted. He has given us eternal life. So you have eternal life. Where you are right now, if you have received Christ as your personal Savior, you have received eternal life. And this life is in His Son. And whoever has the Son has life. Oh, we have life. We have life and not just life, but life in abundance. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. So, this new life, we said we haven't passed, uh, we, we haven't passed from death to life. Now we haven't passed from darkness to, to, to light. So, such is the um, uh, is the ob objective of, of of gospel preaching, like to turn people from darkness to to light. 
to turn people from darkness to light. And so Jesus told Paul in Acts 26 verse 18, he says, Yes, I'm sending you to the Gentiles to open their eyes so they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to, to God. We have passed from darkness to light. We see that we have new life because we have passed from death to life. And secondly, that we have passed from darkness to light. We have turned from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. And, 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 and so Peter also wrote to the Christians in First, P in first Peter uh, 2 uh, verse 9 to 10. He says, but you are not like that for you are chosen, for you are a chosen people. I need you to highlight that. First Peter 2 verse 9 to 10. Like I said, today I just want to teach. I really want to teach. I really want to teach the Bible today. So it says, but you are not like that for you are a chosen people. So now in this verse, God is fixing identity. And I pray that as you hearing this, as you receiving the word this morning, that God will restore your identity, that, that you will see your identity in Christ. He says, for you are a chosen people. You are a chosen people. That's number one. You are royal priests. That's number two. You are a holy nation. Three, God's very own possession. So as a result, you can show others the goodness of God. For he has called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. Because when you were in the dark, you, when you were in the dark, you couldn't represent royalty. You, were, you, 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 you couldn't see that you were chosen people. You couldn't see that you were a holy nation. You couldn't see that you were God's very own position, but, uh, possession. But I, we thank God for what Christ has done on the cross. Because of, as the result, you can show others. Because of what Christ has done on the cross, you can show others the goodness of God. For he has called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. Once you had no identity as people, now you are God's people. Once you receive, once you received, uh, 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 it says once you receive no mercy, now you have received God's mercy. God is so merciful to you. Now you know your identity as a person, your identity in Christ. You are chosen. You are royal. You are holy. You are God's very own possession. Hallelujah. So though we once walked in darkness, we can now walk in the light as children of the light. See, 
the metaphor of light uh, uh, represents goodness. It, it represents righteousness and, and, and truth. So, so we need to be we need to be thankful for such. We need to be thankful that because of him we can uh, um, uh, uh, rep- we, 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 we can uh, show goodness that because of him, because of Christ, we can be righteous. Be- because, of, because of Christ, we can be uh, trustworthy. Uh, because of Christ, we, 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 we can represent truth. Hallelujah. So for which we should we should ever be we should be grateful. Like like uh, um Colossians 1 verse 12 to, to 13 says that always thanking the Father, He has enabled you to share in the inheritance that belongs to His people who live in the light. So when you live, when you live in the light there's certain things there's certain things you need to resemble so when you were in the dark there were certain things that you resembled and now that you are in the light you need to resemble the opposite of what you resembled when you were in the dark for it says in Colossians 1 uh, verse 13 for he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear sons and daughters. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I pray that you are seeing your identity in Christ, that, that, uh, um, that God has enabled you to share in his inheritance. In his inheritance, you belong to Christ. You belong to Abba Father. So, what makes such a new creation and a new life a reality? It is more, um, it is more than a, a mere obedience to some new doctrine. It, it, is, it is possible uh, only when such obedience is the result of, of a new loyalty. And that's number... Uh, the last point that I want to mention, a new loyalty. So this new creation and a new life that we're talking about, it's, 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 it, is, it is possible only when, 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 when we are obedient. When we are obedient and, and are showing uh, uh, um, new loyalty to our Father. It is possible only when such obedience is a result of a new loyalty. A new loyalty. A Christian is a converted person, right? So, he, we, need to ex, we need to exemplify what 1 Thessalonians 1.9 speaks about. It says, you turned away from idols to serve the living and true God. You turned away from 
darkness so that you may serve the light. You, you, you turned from wrong so that you may serve right. So you turned away from idols to serve the living and true God. So your, your, your loyalty changes. So you were loyal to the dark. Now your new loyalty is to the light. You were loyal to the wrong. So now your new loyal is to your right, doing right. So conversion or being born again inherently involves change particularly a change of loyalty from serving sin to serving God. Romans 6 verse 16 to 18 it says, Don't you realize that you become the slave of whatever you choose to obey? You become a slave. You become a slave of whatever you choose to be loyal to. So you can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, or you can choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living. What have you been loyal to lately? What have you been loyal to? So from serving idols... Serving God. See, a Christian is a convert is converted. It's not only a converted person, but a Christian is converted to Jesus Christ. You are converted to Jesus Christ, so he or she acknowledges the lordship of jesus christ so you did not look at him only as savior but you look at him as all also as lord so you acknowledge the lordship of jesus in your life so first peter 3 15 says what it says instead you must worship christ as lord of your life and if someone asks about your hope as a believer always be ready to explain but i love it i love i love this verse you must worship christ as lord of your life as lord of your life see lord there means teacher because a lot of us want him as savior but not as lord so you must worship christ as lord as lord as a teacher as as a guide to you as 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 a, as, a, as, a, as a savior as as a as a father of your life so you are converted to Jesus Christ and when one makes that choice Christ will become the focus of that person's life you become Christ becomes the focus of your life Galatians 2:20 it says my old self has been crucified with Christ it is no longer I who live but Christ lives in me 
So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loves me and gave himself on me. All this life that we live, we are not living it. We're not living it by ourselves. We are not living it to please ourselves, but we're living it for Christ. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. That is why when we pray, we say, Lord, less of me and more of you. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So such loyalty to Christ results in, your, in, your, in, in a new life in which God blesses the individual through Jesus Christ. That is why Philippians 4 verse 6 to 7 says, Do not worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience what? You will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. So in uh, so this uh, such loyalty to Christ results in a in a new life and and God blesses the individual through Christ Jesus. So that is why it says then then you do not worry about anything. Instead you pray about everything. Then you what? You have easy access. You have you have uh, 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 access and you have access to God because that is why the Bible says tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done so this newness or this loyalty that you have in Christ this loyalty to Christ results in a new life and a new and a new access that like you have this access now into the holies of holies you have now access to God to to ask him anything that you need to ask him for all he has done I mean to also thank him for all that he has done then you will experience God's peace you will experience God's peace I speak this peace upon your life peace that surpasses all human understanding peace that will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus and I pray um, I pray uh, uh, beautiful people of God that you see the access and the benefits that you have when you are a born again child of God so such loyalty to Christ results in a new life and also in which one finds strength to live, uh, to live the new life. You, 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 you uh, in, in this new life, you also have been given strength to live this new life. That is why Paul says, "For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength." Hallelujah! Who gives me strength? And I want to conclude with this. A significant thing about a Christian then is that he 
or she experiences a new creation that he that he or she enjoys a new life and entertains a new loyalty such an individual is truly a person reborn such individual is really a person born again but not all professing christians show evidence of this rebirth why is that they may have not yet truly experienced the new creation obedience not rendered in faith will not produce the new birth for god's power to be at work we must submit in faith we must submit in faith colossians 2:12-13 says for you were buried with christ when you were baptized and with him you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of god who raised christ from the dead you need to come to him in faith you need to have faith in the mighty power of god though they may have been reborn and entered the new life they may not have uh, have gone back into into, into uh, you they might have gone back into sin you know uh, the reason why uh, 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 with others we not we not we not seeing you know uh, the the evidence of this rebirth is that is that others have um, um, what's this what's the word they have they have turned back from God they've 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 rejected God they've they went back to their old ways and they're hardened by 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 sin's deceitfulness and they have departed from uh, and from from God that is why in the, the in the book of Hebrews 3 verse 12 to 13 it says be careful then dear brothers and sisters make sure that your own hearts are not evil and unbelieving turning you, you away from from living uh, turning you uh, turning you away from the living god you must warn each and uh, you must warn each other every day while it is still today so that none of you will be deceived by sin and hardened against god Make sure that your own hearts are not evil and unbelieving. Turning away from God. Turning away from the living God. Because a lot of us we turn from we turn away from the living God. We do not warn each other, so therefore we lose each other in that. Some of us we are entangled once again by the pollution of this world. First Peter 2.20 says, And when people escape from the wickedness of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and they get entangled up enslaved by sin, and they and they are worse off than before. And I pray that you may not be uh, get I pray that you may not get tangled up and enslaved by sin. Pray that you will experience the power of God. That you will see the value of the newness of life you have received. 
that you will see the value of you being born again. May the promise of a new creation and a new life in Christ remind you and me of the importance of being a Christian and challenge us to examine our loyalties if we do not see in our lives the evidence of a person born again. Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your grace. May we see, Lord, may we see the new creation. May we see the value, the promise of a new life. May we see the promise and the value of a new creation that we have in Christ and remind us daily, Lord, remind us daily of the importance of being a Christian. Help us to see the value. Help us to experience the benefits May we find our identity, Lord. Challenge us to examine our loyalties if we do not see in our lives the evidence of a person born again. Lord, we just want to thank you. We just want to give you praise. We just want to give you honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.